What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Constance Anna Show. I am your host, Constance. And if you are watching, you see that I have a beautiful guest with me here today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, we, uh, my name is Benicia Lovely. Benicia is actually the woman behind the camera. Yeah. Let them know. You're a videographer. What else? Whoa, I'm a cinematographer. And thank you. You got to check me and you got to correct me. <laughs> Let me get it right. You're a cinematographer. I'm a cinematographer. I'm an editor. Okay. Uh, I like do gaffing sometimes. Like I do a bit of everything. If you guys are new here, I have a segment on my show that I like to call Word association. We got a bowl full of topics. You pull out of the bowl and you fucking say whatever comes to your mind, right? Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get into it. But before we get into it, we got a song that goes with it. Now, I made this song up a while ago, but I need you. I'm going to sing it. I just need you to, you know, have my follow-up. Like, do some type of ad-libs as I sing the song. I okay? got you. Ready? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's get into it. Hey. Let's get into uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Let's get into it. What? Uh-huh. And toot it in, boot it. Let's get into okay. it. Okay. Hey, let's get into what? it. Oh, what? Let's get into get it. Get into oh, it. And toot it in, boot it. <laughs> okay. So we have a bowl here. Uh, you're going to pull out of this bowl. Okay. You can you can have your eyes open. Oh. <laughs> what did you pull out? Vision board. Vision board. Okay. So mini vision board party as we are approaching 2020. Three, right. I think it is the perfect time for us to plan out what we have, what goals we have for ourselves for the new year. All right. Ooh. So I'm going to give you this piece of paper. I'm going to bring you a table and we are going to do a text-based vision board. One second. Hi, everybody. My name is Constance and I'm going to show you how to roll a blunt using roaches, but not cockroaches. I'm going to show you how to roll a blunt using... Weed roaches. You're going to want to take your rolling paper and do this. We're going to open up the roach, the weed roach, (laughs) and empty it into the new paper. Why throw away your roaches? when you can just smoke them. I'm going to fast forward this part. You trippy, man. I'm trippy, man. You trippy, man. I'm trippy, man. I'm smoking Cali Kush. Pull up the drink. Juicy J and Crazy. Now this is not the type of J that you take to the session. This is the type of J that you roll in the comfort of your home because no one is there to judge you. Now back to regular scheduled programming. So like I said, we are doing a text-based vision board. Just think of a bunch of, you know, words or things that you can come up with in your brain for goals for the new year. Okay. And afterwards, we are going to have to show it to the public. So if there's any goal that you're like, you want to keep to yourself, obviously keep that to yourself. All right. Is it timed? It is timed, but I'm not going to tell you how much time you have. So go. Okay. As we write down our goals, maybe it might be hard to actually talk. Go ahead and write. I was going to try to talk as we write, but I know that we'll start writing what I say. Right, right. Um, 
Ooh, I can't spell. <laughs> uh. Ooh, me either. <laughs> um. Time is up. Okay. So now let's see what you have written on your vision board. Go ahead and walk us through what you put on your vision board. I got to show it. No, you can you can show it. You can read it. Whichever. Okay. So I wrote happiness, okay. peace, financial freedom. That was the word I spelled wrong. And I was in the process of writing deeper relationship with God. Okay. 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 Go ahead and finish that. The, the last word because I think that that's important. And I wrote on mine. Get closer to God, happy, you know, happiness, a team, a team for my show. I definitely need help and improve show quality, which meant like audio, visuals and things like that. Right. So mm. I came across this video earlier this year, earlier this week, and this guy instructed everyone to grab a piece of paper and write down your goals, like write down 10 goals, whatever. And then after you've written down those 10 goals to sit and pick out what the most important goal to you was. Like if you only had, if you could only complete one out of those 10 goals, which one would you complete? So we don't have 10 things in front of us, but we have a couple different goals. And for the people that are at home watching, I hope that you guys are joining along and you guys are participating in this activity. Look at what you've written down. And if you could only pick one out of the few things that you've written down, which one is the most important to you? Deeper relationship with God. Deeper relationship with God. And I can agree. That is actually the same thing for me. It was the first thing that I wrote down because I was just like, it has to happen. Mm -hmm. And so anyways. That was the last thing I wrote down. Well, that's okay. It's okay. The fact that it crossed your mind is good enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, in that video, the guy had encouraged that you write it down and you, you pick that one thing and you focus on that for the next 30 days, 60 days, whatever. You don't have to wait until the new year to make actions on what it is that you set goals for, right? So right. if you see that that's most important to you, you now have it in the back of your mind, remember it, keep this with you. You will get to take this home so you can always see. Hey. You know, go ahead and circle too what we've, what we've just talked about. All right, and so that is going to be your homework for yourself to remember that that is the most important goal to you on top of the others. And, of course, when you go home, feel free to add to this vision board and do what you want with it. We're going to the next topic. Dun -dun -dun. We have two bowls. Just pick one. Uh, which bowl? Was Just it? pick one. Oh, two in there. Uh, lessons learned this year. Ooh, so what lessons have you learned this year? Child, what didn't I learn? Let's get into it. Give me the biggest lesson that you've learned this year. Um, the biggest lesson. Can I get a minute to think? Or like a second? <laughs> Go ahead and start. Once this thing goes, you better have your okay, answer. Okay, okay. Um, all right, I got it. Right, go ahead. Because <laughs> I was just about to put this to my lips. Go ahead. Um, I feel like the biggest lesson that I learned this year was really to be okay with being in the passenger seat and letting God Ooh. do the driving. Okay, get into it. Why do you say that? Um, Just because... I was just, like, so mad because I'm not really where I want to be at, mm -hmm. and there's still goals that I'm trying to achieve, and it's just like, why is this taking so fucking long? And um, I just had to realize, like, through that process, like, God had to, like, get things out of me because I'm understanding that, like, he's, like, he cares so much about my future and the things that he has in store for me that he's not fitting to let toxic, unhealthy Benicia ruin that. And yeah, so... 
he had to he just had to do a lot of work in the kid mm-hmm. to get me right and not to say that the work is done or whatever because it's you know gonna be lifelong but right. i definitely do feel like i've matured i've gained emotional intelligence and just like an overall sort of peace with where i'm at in my life and being okay with the pace because it's like i'm on god's time god's pace not my own right that's beautiful and i love that you're saying that uh, i think that that is so important right to just make sure that we are definitely allowing god to maneuver in our lives um uh, i will say that as much as i know it i'd be struggling with it you know what i'm saying like yes. i'll and there are some times where i'm doing so good and it's like yes i'm letting god handle the reins i ain't tripping off nothing it's something happening it's like wait hold up i might need to make something shake on my own right but <laughs> it's it's also interesting to me that like whenever I approach that time where I feel like I forget that God is in control and I'm trying to do whatever it is that I can do I realize that I can't do it so that's when like the mental breakdowns happen for me that's when the stress happens that's where I feel anxious and you know I'm just uneasy and then I'm reminded in all of that nonsense that God is in control there's a bible verse where God talks about is it God I don't even know who says it but it's it's pretty much that like God is made perfect or God's glory is essentially perfect in our stress or turmoil and things like that and that sounds so negative here it's like oh my god why should i have to be broke down for god to intervene and for god's glory to shine through me but it's through the nonsense that god's glory does shine because you're able to identify such greatness in the midst of turmoil you know Mm -hmm. yes do you have anything else to add um i could have i could add a whole lot to that because i definitely agree like um and then just also to like you know the story of job or whatever like you know, Job was like a relatively good person and right. all that other stuff. But like, even when he went to God for the God for the answers, he was still God was just kind of like, look at all this magnificence I've made. Like, you cannot even begin to fathom right. what goes into it. Right. So you got to be okay with not knowing. Period. Even the same way, you got to be okay with knowing that Period. things will be okay or whatever. Period. Like, That's beautiful too. When you think about Job and you think about the takeaway, like overall. Job is sitting here, Job, his friends and friends' sons, everybody's sitting here trying to make sense of God. It's like, you don't know what God has planned. You can, Just as you said, God is so great, we can't even fathom what is coming next. We don't even know what he's thinking. We don't even know what he's going to do for us. Mm-hmm. So stop trying to limit somebody, something so great, and allow him to make things shake in your life. Now, we are in the Christmas spirit. Go ahead and put this on. Do, 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 Frosty the Snowman and thank you why don't we like whipping nene no more what's going on with that i never really got into the whipping nene i never got into any of the dances no i fucking love those now watch me whip come on watch me which one is nene yeah i have no rhythm for a black girl so i'm saying embarrassing it's okay i still dance the fuck i i will do my little two-step she said, I'm right here with it. But it ain't, you know, <laughs> it just ain't the same as a bust down twerk. It's never going to hit like but a bust see, down I twerk. I can't twerk, though. Me, I haven't mastered that. Me neither. But you know what? I was actually watching a twerk class. Don't judge me. Actually, shout out to Big Lex. You know who Big Lex is? Mm-mm. Okay, Big Lex is from Johnson's Cabaret. She has her own show anyways. It was a twerk class during the in the um, on the show and i did learn a thing or two okay. so shout out to them girls because they put me on to something hey, we're getting back into the bowl you have one bowl let's go around hey i can see what are some lessons you learned oh what are some lessons that i learned i learned the same lesson i feel like that's an ongoing lesson for me like mm-hmm. allowing god to control everything look at you thinking you the show host um I, I you know i think that's the biggest thing for me and yeah that's just it i just coincide with that and i feel like it's still an ongoing lesson 
but um, it's becoming more apparent to me and mm. more, you know, I'm, I'm learning to surrender. Like, I finally understand what mm. surrendering means. Like, it's not necessarily like let going, letting go of the idea or thought, but letting go of the fact, like letting go of the idea that I can fix it because mm. I can't fix it. So that's how I am processing and understanding the concept of surrendering. That's heavy, man. Because yeah. I just, I just got to that. It's, so, it's a journey. It's a oh, journey. Oh, yeah. What you pull out? Ugly sweater contest. Woo! Okay, next activity. So we have sweaters. Oh, we finna make some. We finna make some. We finna make some. Pick a color, black or white. It don't matter. Pick one. What? It don't matter. You're the guest. Pick one. Thank you. She real aggressive, y'all. Hey. Because you know some (laughs) people are so kind. Like you're like just pick one, and they want to give you. The yeah. the choice and it's like girl I'm in charge here pick all right so here you go this table might be too small let me get us another table okay. here on the constant in the show we always prepare even if it seems like we're not one second <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting at home watching the constant standard show and your life is passing you by maybe I'll start the business today maybe I'll make some content tomorrow no do it today it's really that simple get started today and stop comparing your stuff to the people on Instagram. Comparison is for the weak. Action is for the strong. All right, you guys. So it's the ugly sweater contest. We're going to see who's is better. Y'all got to get right in the comments. We're going to set a timer. B's not going to know how long the timer is set for. And we're going to get active and make cute sweaters. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. Go. Damn. How you going <laughs> to grab the green? Dang. And don't copy me. How do you feel about being copied? You be, you ever get copied? Um, yes, I have. And it used to, like, piss me off. But then I realized, like, oh, okay, everybody want to be B. Right. And that's how I take it. I'm like, it, it low-key is a form of flattery. But Oscar Wilde, the end of that quote, though, was just kind of like, you know, because it's like, imitation is the best form of flattery, but he relates that to mediocrity. Only mediocre right. people do that. Right. Not even, and that's a good point too, but beyond that, like, no matter how much you copy me, nigga, you ain't never going to be me. Period. You ain't never going to be me. And I think that that's the beauty in recognizing your worth, recognizing that God has made you a unique individual. Come on. And trying to make sure that you aren't trying to copy other people because you feel like that's the it thing to do. Focus on you. Focus on that talent that God has put deep down on the inside of Come you. There's something in there that somebody don't got. Can I get an A? Amen. And thank you. You ain't got to copy nobody. Hallelujah. God created you in, you in his image. It's something in you. And if you would just focus on that, you could shine like the rest of us. No, seriously, people get so distracted. Right. But, I mean, comparing yourself to people is a real fucking thing. No, that used to truly plague me when I was, like, in high school. Even when I got to college, like, I was in such of a... Oop. Dang. That's the end of the ugly sweater contest. Wait, 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 wait. You gotta stop. I gotta have security here to really enforce these rules. Somebody just come over and grab. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you you listen to the rules. Take the okay. paint out their hair. Like, oh. Can we show them? I don't think no, we can show them because it's gonna drip. Oh, that's tough though. Yeah. Very abstract. I fuck with it. Yeah. Thank you. Yours is cute too. I love the Christmas tree, the snowman. This is cute. This is cute. But as we were saying, no, no such thing as basic. What was we just talking about? You do your thing, I do my thing. Why can't they both coexist in the same world? Right, right. And thank you. But comparison mindset is a real thing. I came across a post the other day, and it was actually on TikTok, and this girl posted that 
it was there was like an audio and the audio was like okay i'm gonna block you and then the words on the video was um when i see the baddies moving out of their parents house getting a car all this stuff right so i saw that and i got fucking weak because it was so relatable to me so i posted it on my instagram story and a lot of people messaged me they're like wait why are you blocking people you aren't just why can't you just be happy for them like let me just say this what i do as far as blocking someone it's not how can i say this everything doesn't always revolve around other people like i'm blocking you because i need to make sure that i'm not feeling negative about you you know yes. i'm putting me first i'm putting my mindset first i'm making sure that i'm not comparing myself to you so yes if that means that i have to block you so that i don't see it so i'm not comparing i'm gonna do that yeah it yeah. has nothing to do with you what was your takes because i seen you nodding i seen you feeling in agreement with it well yeah because i do like um like i had went on this little hiatus where i just wasn't on social media for a while and that was because i was realizing like like, I had revamped my social media to where I was only seeing positive stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, positive podcasts, positive posts, whatever, what have you. But then, even then, it was getting to a point where I was watching the stuff and just would be like, I would, it would take me into, like, these dark places, like, damn, why am I new- not doing that? Or I could be doing that better. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was just realizing, like, even though I was consuming good stuff, yeah. it still wasn't doing, it just wasn't healthy. So, it's just like, I got to block some of these uh, accounts or just, like, delete the shit for a minute yeah. so that I can get myself mentally together. Like, I feel like... It sucks that, like, blocking has such a negative type... Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, like you said, sometimes it's not about you. It's about how it's infecting me and right. how I'm internalizing it. Right, right, right. And I think that just goes to show how, like, self-centered people are. A lot of people think everything is a reflection of them, and it's like, it just don't got nothing to do with you. And, I mean, again, that's just how people are. I think a lot of people think that everything is about them and... Bitch, it may be in your world, but it's not in mine. No, so yeah. just remember that we are both different individuals. And I'm, like you said, I'm battling my own thing. Sometimes I do need to disconnect and fool. I think that was another big takeaway for me this year. Uh, if we get back into the biggest lessons you've learned, I think it's okay to fucking disconnect from social media. I used to be like, why the fuck? Well, okay, let me say this. I used to be like, why the fuck you announcing that you're taking a break on social, from social media? But I get it if you have a following or whatever, or you just want people to know you don't got to worry about me. I'm just stepping off of social media because right. a lot of people only know that their friends are good because of social media, things like that. And there's no judgment on that. I'm just saying that um, at the end of the day, it's okay to take a social media break. Mm -hmm. And social media can contribute to our mental health. Mm -hmm. And I used to think that when people would say that, I'm like, how the fuck are you letting this app control you and dictate how you feel? But at the end of the day, whether or not we want to accept it, the things going on in this earth have an effect on us, can have an effect on us, right? There are so many different um, outlets that we're constantly consuming. You don't know how that's going to affect you. If somebody's saying that you are ugly when you were six years old can affect you, then why can't what you see on the internet affect you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just think I've, I've learned to give people more grace, and I've also learned that it's okay to unplug and disconnect. Now, we're getting into the next thing. <laughs> I want you to pull out of here. Well, pull out of whichever one you want. Nah, nah. Close your eyes. I'm weak if we watch the video back and you like push the bowl <laughs> that you want. <laughs> That's funny. Christmas carols. Ooh, what's your favorite Christmas carol? Damn, I got too many. Um, I think my favorite one is the one where shit. I gotta think of how it goes. It's like um. It'd be like, last Christmas, I gave you okay, my Okay, okay. That so one. That's the one you're going to go with as your favorite? I mean. That's the one. 
Just remember you said it was your favorite. Where's my phone? Right here. <laughs> All right, make sure make sure you know how the song go because we're about to play a game where I fine. I'm gonna pull up the lyrics of the song. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sing a part of the song, and you gotta be able to come in and finish the rest of the song. Oh, it's your favorite song. So make sure you know. Go ahead and start reviewing the lyrics in your mind. Damn. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Then the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Oh, oh, oh! Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Then the very next day, huh. you gave it away. Then, 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 this year, uh-huh, uh-huh. to save me from tears, I give it to someone special. Boom. Boom, boom. You win because I don't know how I'm supposed to do the rest of this. Oh, girl, One me neither. bitten and twice shy. <laughs> so you don't know the rest. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's okay. Next topic. Actually, you know what? Let's let's stop the ball for a second. I have a gift I want to give you. Oh, Yes, I have a gift I want to give you. Oh, my gosh. You have to open it. So we do have to move these sweaters. I will move it. Don't worry. You stay seated. All right. So now we are in the gift part of the show. This gift is for you. Oh my goodness. And you have to open it on camera. Okay. I'm going to show. What is it? What do you think it is based off of what it looks like? I don't know. Okay. It don't, it don't make no noise. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell, jingle bell fly. And thank you. Show the people what your gift is. You know what's crazy is? I was like, I bet it ain't nothing in here. Gotcha, nigga! And thank you. Now, I feel like... Awesome. I'm glad that you thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> um, when I was when I came up with this idea, I thought to myself, everything that glitters ain't always gold, right? Ooh. Yes. I was I, I saw how excited you were and then it just everything just went downhill once you saw what it really was. And so when you hear that phrase, everything that glitters ain't always gold, what comes to mind? Um people, opportunities, uh things because that was speaking of lessons that was a lesson i had to learn this year because um i would be like so quick to jump at things like oh i want to pay you to do this or whatever and then i would get on the job and it'd be some bullshit Mm. or i would be like interacting with oh thanks Mm -hmm. fix my crown (laughs) um or i would be like interacting with people that i would think were like you know, amazing or whatever. And then I have these interactions and these experiences and I realize like, damn, I kind of made you to be somebody that you weren't. Right. right. And so it was just kind of like a, um, yeah, it really did a number on me, but now I truly understand that, like that whole saying, because it definitely used to go over my head when I was younger. Right. Yeah, me too. I don't think I really understood it, but like, just as you said, 
I mean, just as you said, like, you be thinking something, like, falling in love with potential, right? And that potential can be outside of a person, just as you said, opportunities, whatever it may be. I done jumped on some opportunities. I done fucked with some people thinking it was going to be something else. And they true true colors eventually showed. You know what's crazy? I said eventually. It's like, they true colors showed the minute I met them. But I tried to cover it up with, you never know. This person might could be X, Y, Z. Yes. What's her name? Maya Angelou said it best. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And thank you. That's a real bar. That's a real word. I hope y'all take that with y'all. We getting back into the bowl. Pick one from one. Either one. Actually, pick two. Pick one from there. Pick one from here. Alright. What this? Fuck Mary Kill. Ooh. And then Satanic After School Program. Okay, so we have two things that we're going to discuss here. Let's start with the Fuck Mary Kill, because I think that that's easiest. I I would say, I'm not a music connoisseur, but I love me some music. I feel like we we probably don't have the same taste in music, but three albums recently dropped, and I'm sure you've listened to all of them. Her Lost by Drake and 21. Yes. Okay. SZA's album, S.O.S. Oh my gosh, I just started listening to that. Okay. And then R. Kelly dropped an album. I admit it. I thought he was in jail. Right. So, Fuck, Mary Kill is going to be in regards to the latest albums that have dropped. <laughs> and you're going to assign, you know, which, which album you'd fuck, which album you'd marry, and which album you'd fucking kill. Okay. All right? So, do you remember all of the albums that I listed out? Yeah. You guys in the comments, leave your comment down below. Benicia, which album are you fucking? Okay. I haven't fully listened to SZA's album, but the way I'm finna be on her dick for the next couple of weeks... I'd have to say I would fuck Scissor's album. Okay. I would marry Drake because that's my man. And you're not marrying Drake. You're marrying the album. So 21 is included in the marriage, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay, Okay, too, I just want to make sure you was clear. I'm, I'm sharp on it, but oh. I said what I said. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then, and then of course, I'm killing R. Kelly, his right. album. Right. Because the audacity. Right. Yeah, that nigga made an album in jail. I don't know who the fuck approved of the motherfucking album. When did it come out? I don't know. I saw it yesterday. I don't know when it dropped. The nigga dropped the album. I admit it, right? We, we got to get the lyrics because the lyrics is unbelievable. I shouldn't even repeat the lyrics, but I'm about to repeat them. Hold up. This man done made an album. What the? And why is that the first Google search? I admit it, lyrics. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me try to get the right thing. What was the I admit it? Was it part two? Hold on, let me get that. He said, I admit it or I invented it. I admit. Is he admitting? Hold up. What's this? The thing Hold that up, sucks y'all. about R. Kelly is mm-hmm. that Trapped in a Closet franchise, that's probably the best thing he ever created. Like, that shit still slaps to this day. I don't know if that's the best. I mean, he has a great amount of work, but let's not talk about his work for our sake. Some I shouldn't stay. <gasps> Beyond the nigga's work, the nigga should never did what the fuck that nigga did. Period. And here is the album lyrics sorry i it should be a lot easier for me to find this i found it the other day and i'm struggling do 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 the um jeopardy song found it these are the lyrics i admit it i fucked with all the ladies that's both older and younger ladies but let me tell you how they call it pedophile because of the shit that's because of that shit that's crazy. You may have your opinions, entitled to your opinions, but am I really supposed to go to jail or lose my career because of your opinion? <laughs> Signed, R. Kelly. Hey, yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Bro, what? Yes. 
this nigga what right he's out of pocket no what's out of pocket is someone listened to that a and i was like yeah let's go for this it gonna be a hit yeah like come on whoa see but now we're getting into that whole thing where because you know at one point they were trying to add pedophilia as a sexual orientation yes i've actually watched a documentary on it before and they it, they've been trying to push that narrative and if you want to call it a sexuality, that's fine. I'm going to judge the fuck out of that sexuality. You're wrong or perverted. I, there's like a whole, I watched a whole documentary on it. Don't ask why. I don't know why. It was years ago. And they were speaking about how like some of them do have the urges, but they don't act on it. I guess that kind of makes you better than the weirdos that act on it. But at the end of the day, it's some people do say that it's like something chemically within them and imbalance that they have that they can't control. Yeah, they're fucking nuts. Yeah, I agree. That's I the agree. devil. That's no, most definitely. Is. Now, speaking of the devil, <laughs> satanic after school program. Have you heard about it? No. We're going to get into it. Don't worry. I got you with the details on that. And y'all already heard we are two God-fearing women. So y'all know we're going to have some things to say about this right here. Hold up. Give me another Jeopardy. We can make this a bitch. Did you see that tweet? Because it is a tweet. Bitch, did you see that tweet? Virginia Elementary School to host Satanic After School program. The school board says they're legally required to offer the club. And then this is it's um, that was the tweet. And then there's a picture under it that just reiterates what it said. And it says Virginia, which is so Virginia Elementary School to host satanic after school program. The school board says they're legally required to offer the club. How are they legally required to offer that? We can't assess how they're legally required. But this lets y'all know that I got to pay attention to what your kids are being exposed to, because there are other forces out here that are working against what the Lord has done. And it's one thing on I'm, it. I'm keeping it real. It's one thing if you say, you know, you aren't religious or you don't believe in religion, but don't come trying to force. Sadism, satanism, don't come trying to force the devil on anybody or introducing it in a way that makes it appealing to anybody because I don't care what anybody says that is one religion I will disrespect. No, period. And say that it's not okay. And it doesn't need to be something that the children see, especially because Christianity is so censored in school. How the fuck y'all got a whole club dedicated to satanism and I can't talk about my Lord Jesus Christ and Savior? Come on, speak on it. And then on top of that, let's really get into it because it's always, oh, we got to protect the children, protect the children. But y'all are okay with having a satanic after school program. But when we get into things like critical race theory, it's, oh, we don't want the kids to learn about that. So it's just like, you can't, it's very hypocritical. Be consistent. And we already know niggas ain't consistent. At but all. these, they talking about legality. So that also. How is it, le- like, is it, is it because it's a religion? Because I get that. But even then, schools still have parameters on what religious stuff is allowed in school. And it's just like, y'all know what, we're not finna. I'm for inclusivity. I'm all for it. But some things you need to have some discernment for you're not supposed to be letting everything be something that these children are exposed to. Not even children. Like, this is just not something that should be publicized. Because why are they... What do what, what do children gain from this? From learning? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Okay. My dog walked in, guys. You Special guest. You already know how it is. Woo! Okay. <laughs> but, um... What can a child really gain from learning that? Right. And then it's just kind of like with the wickedness that is already out there in the media, in the industry, in movies and all that other stuff. Like, it's always we need to censor things 
But isn't this one thing like one of the things worth censoring? And how do they decide what's worth censoring? The only time they care to censor anything is when it pertains to LGBTQ, black people, and Christianity. No, you know what else? This is, we're going to move from religion in a second, but I do just want to say I have noticed that the world is so okay with people doing anti Christian things. Like, that's a okay to talk about. That's a okay to publicize. That's a okay. But as soon as. Um, a Christian speaks on how they feel about another fucking religion, culture, whatever. It's, oh, you condemning, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'm not saying anybody should condemn anybody. I'm just saying, everybody, please be consistent. No, really. No, really. I definitely agree with that. Like, like I absolutely That's just it. an agenda thing. It honestly. is an agenda thing. And all that does is allow him to have his playing field. Because, exactly. like, if people, if, you know, Satan's not real or whatever, then it's just like, oh, he can just right. frolic the earth. This is a part of the devil's plan. Y'all be weary. <laughs> Next topic, go ahead and pick something out of the bowl. Pick two. One out of there, one out of there. Pick two, pick two. Those are good. Woo! Okay. Gingerbread houses in Rush Hour 4. Oh okay, so we have a gingerbread house to build. Are we going to make one? We're going to make one. Just so you know, this is the number one show in the world. Okay, period. What show you know out here making gingerbread houses? Motherfucking painting on shirts on hoodies. Come on, it's a no brainer. All right, you guys. So, we are doing gingerbread house making. Well, B has uh, a gingerbread house, I have gingerbread men, and we're just gonna have fun. We're also gonna discuss Rush Hour 4. So, I hope all of y'all that are watching have seen Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3. If you haven't, then I'll assume you're not black. <laughs> have you seen all of the Rush Hour movies? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, how do you feel about a fourth one coming out? Go ahead and start. Um, To be honest, I don't... I don't fuck with it. Why? Uh, Just because... I feel like we live in a time where, like, we just live in the era of the reboot. Nothing is original anymore. Right. And that really pisses me off. And so, and then also, too, Rush Hours 1 through 3 were made in a different time. Where, like, it was okay to, because some of them jokes were racy. Right. They were wildly out of pocket. And I feel like in today's world, that shit just wouldn't fly. And I had seen a tweet, and it was something, it was along the lines of, like, if y'all do the Rush Hour 4, I don't want it to be no Gen Z cutesy wootsy type of shit like right. with like corny jokes and stuff like actually be what y'all used to be but that's how you feel i agree with you i do feel like we are in the era of reboot like, reboot like everything is a fucking remake and it's like come from okay from a creative to a creative standpoint mm -hmm. create what you want do whatever makes your heart sing but from a consumer to a creative come up with something new different if yes. you don't go higher them kids that are fresh out of college or them kids that are making amazing skits on the internet. Like, if you ran out of creative ideas, we are we living in a world right now where there's so much access to creativity. If you don't go hire one of them people to help you come up with a better concept or idea, no, because the shit is tired. Rush Hour is tired. Yes. And you need not to do it. And I did see a tweet that was something along the lines of, if it ain't racist, I don't want it. I'm going to keep it real. No, I love the raw jokes. I, I, yeah, love, me too, me too. I love the early 2000s, late 90s comedy. Mm -hmm. Shit, even earlier than then, 80s. Like, anything post-Gen Z time. Because right now, I understand everyone's sensitive and inclusivity and let's be considerate. Fine, I'm not going to argue against it. But a girl like me loves some rawness. But it's not even... At this point, it's not even sensitivity. It's... I feel like people are so scared of cancel culture now 
that they don't want to, they're afraid to say certain jokes or do certain things. Because it's like, I feel like the thing with comedy is, even if it's racist, even if it's wild or whatever, with any joke, there's some truth to it. That's why it'd be so fucking funny. Right. So, and if it's not funny, that's because there's no truth to it. Because it's operating off of, like, just pure, dumb racism right. or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So, it's just kind of like a... I just... I mean, the balance. Like, it's just needed. Like, the people want to see something that is funny, and people want to see something that's real. So, go ahead and put all that shit together instead of just trying to be motherfucking... I don't even know afraid of cancel culture and i i understand it i mean we do live in a time now where you can literally lose your job no, because you are yeah. canceled as much as i try to downplay it and that's it's more so i'll downplay it as it relates to people in the limelight like i don't think you're really canceled for real like your fans fans are gonna fuck with you and the ones that don't fuck with you oh well like i'm sure you're still t- making some type of money but as it pertains to like Susie that was having a bad day so now she goes to work and she kirks on the cashier and now the cashier puts you on tiktok and now you lost your job like i just don't like that that's od yeah but that's the time that we live in and it's just like even when you're out and about even though people don't think about it you do kind of have to be cautious and conscious about what you do and stay because for whatever reason everybody's trying to pull out their phone to get this this tiktok viral worthy moment even if it means you losing your job even if Mm. your livelihood is at stake so far as i go viral so far as people know that i got the views and i got the numbers i don't care what happens to you no seriously and it sucks it really does suck because it 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 just sucks the life out of anything that could possibly be brought into fruition or anything like that right just reiterating the whole like people just are really scared but i mean i hope with rush hour four like that it is good and that it works out i don't even see myself watching it me neither like okay hot take i didn't even watch bad boys three or whatever because i just didn't give a fuck about it and then that's the other thing too i feel like with these reboots or whatever they wait like 20 years just to make to come back yes and it's just like yeah yeah like if y'all was gonna make a rush hour four y'all should have did that shit years ago yeah, yeah yeah like it just doesn't mm-mm. yeah you're you're you definitely hit the nail on the head or hit the you you said it <laughs> home with that one topic change okay we'll talk about your movies and love for the movies offline <laughs> my house is looking nice um Happy ending massages. Whoa. Girl, have you heard about the happy ending massages? The video. Have you seen? Girl, yes. The ha- Girl, first of all, are you doing a happy ending massage? Maybe. With just anybody? I mean, they got to be attractive. So if they're attractive, you're going to book? I mean, don't make those faces. I'm asking questions. Because, you know what I mean? You know. I don't know. I feel like, you know, if I was single, whatever, what have you, then yeah, I would definitely do that. Hell no. Have we seen the same videos? Like, you're literally ass naked. Did you see the video of the, hold on. Yeah, and they're like, you know, rubbing and touching and. I'm not, that's <laughs> yeah. so crazy. Hold on. This was a, this is a screenshot from a video. But... I've seen that same video, yes. And you still and I've fucking seen... with it. Okay, but before that, there was this other dude that I had seen. And I don't know, like, I think what is enticing about it is the sense of vulnerability that is portrayed in some of the videos. Like, um, like, 
Now, I don't, I can't speak for that dude, but the one that I had seen, mm-hmm. he was, like, very much, like, you know, it was very, like, sensual. Like, it wasn't just about, like, that one was weird because it just seemed like he was just, like, playing with the, yes. with the joint and was just being real weird about it. Whereas the other guy that I had watched, like, I don't know, like, he made it seem like he cared. And mm. then, like... The, the women, they just seemed so relaxed. And he would actually be massaging, not just doing that. Okay. Like, it was a real massage. And then every now and then, you know, he'd grace the area. And then, you know, whatever, what have you. So, I don't know. No, let me not try to downplay. I feel you. Like, if they're attractive, that cha- definitely changes the game. The ones I've seen haven't been, you know, something that I'm, like, in love with. So, that might be why I'm so biased or why I feel the way that I feel. But I just think that it is a lot going on. And I don't think I could do that shit. I feel like it definitely gives... First of all, there's definitely a market for it. Yeah, for sure. But it gives me sex work, even though it's not sex work. <gasps> like, you're too naked. And there's something wrong with it. If that's, if that's no, the, no, no. That's not why I gasped. Yeah. It's just I never... I didn't... I wasn't even thinking of it like that. But it really does give that when you think about it. You know, it's like prostitution. With like, their hands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it depends the magnitude of what you do. I don't know. I'm also the kind of person... We had talked about twerking initially. Like, I'm the kind of person that I'm not going to twerk on a stranger. Like, that's too sexual for me. And you had used the word sensual. And so I understand that there's a difference between sensual and sexual. And so I guess it's all about how you approach it. But when I'm seeing nudity and I'm seeing touching and I'm seeing private parts, I'm not thinking <laughs> sensual anymore. I'm thinking sexual. Or no judgment. I'm not done. No, no. Time is up. Your gingerbread house should have already been done. Well, you I have had a to, lot more steps. Yeah, you I had to fucking figure out the goddamn schematics of this shit. Well, this. while she is working on finishing that up, these are my gingerbread. Cute. Yes. Mm. All right, show your house. Okay. It is what it is. We'll it finish is. it offline. <laughs> the only reason I keep saying that is because... Oh. <gasps> Damn! This is why you don't rush art. It, it really art is takes time. It does. It does. It does. But you know what? Anything can be art. So that concludes <laughs> today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I loved it. B, did you have fun? I had a fucking blast. This is the number one show in the world. And okay. Thank you. Tune in. If you're not sharp, then you need to fucking sharpen your fucking pencil. Okay. And thank you. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Follow me everywhere at Constantina Show. Do you have any socials or anything you want them to know about? No. Okay, you guys just stay stay tuned for more of this show. I'll see you guys next week and stay tuned for more of these. Someday, someway, you'll see this girl's name in big lights. I love you. I appreciate you. Peace and Merry Christmas. If y'all see Feliz this around Navidad. Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Hey, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. From where? From the bottom of my heart welcome to the intrusive thoughts house my name is constance annan and my monkey cried today and i said wow and then i picked it up and i threw it and then i opened the door and i said goodbye and then that's when my mom came home and then that's when i told her god loves you jesus loves you and i hope you have a happy holidays